the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. I am your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. Welcome once again to Victory Lane. Come with us now as we travel down the road, the highway of life, serving God and building up the kingdom of God by the preaching and teaching of the gospel to a lost and dying world. Recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins while also encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 58, remembering this always. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe it in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you, thank you for welcoming welcoming in your homes today. We're going to do something different. We're going to we're going to study. We're going to do some Bible study. So get your Bibles. We're studying from the, the book of Acts. Get your Bibles. Chapter 1. We're going to start at chapter 1. What I need you to do, because this is going to be a long study. Okay? And what I need you to do with me is get your Bible, get you a notebook, and a pen and write down the scriptures and anything pertinent that I speak by the revelation of the Holy Spirit and write it down for your remembrance, write it down for your review, write it down for your understanding, write it down to reflect, write it down so that you can learn and study for yourself. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you for your grace, goodness, and mercy. Bless us right now, Lord, as we study your word. We ask you to have your way, Lord. Open our hearts and our minds to receive what you have to tell us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Teach us right now, Lord, that someone, Lord, may not know any part of their sins, may cry out, what must I do to be saved? And to build us up, Lord, those who know you, Lord, to strengthen us in serving you. We ask your blessing in Jesus' name. Go with us and stand by us. And for his sake, amen, amen, amen. The book of Acts is the history of the church, the impartation of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit to baptize believers, the preaching of the gospel to the Gentiles, the conversion of Saul, whose name became Paul, and his missionary journey and witnessing to the Gentiles as well as the Jews, Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. We're going to go straight to the Bible. 
And for those of you who do not know, it's okay. We're going to walk through and learn. And we want to reiterate for those who do know. Let us first talk about the resurrection of Christ. Okay, because you hear this quite often, the resurrection of Christ. I preach it every time I preach. For I feel like my, I'm determined, to know, I'm like Paul, I'm determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And if any man preach other, any, any other gospel unto you, let him be a curse. For, for, for if it were not the, for the cross, there'd be no need to preach. There'd be no need to teach. The cross is, is the power of salvation to those that believe, first to the Jew and then to the Gentiles. So we're going to study this and we're going to talk about the resurrection of Christ because some folks say, I don't believe it. I, I, I don't believe it. You know, did, uh, did he rise from the dead? Well, he's the only one that's recorded in history to have risen from the dead and lives again. Let's see, uh, if, if, if you search for Muhammad, did he rise from the dead? I think not. What about Buddha? What about Confucius? What about Harry Krishna? All those great learners, great teachers, all of them are dead. Jesus Christ is alive. He rose from the dead. Let's look at it. Let's go to Acts, the first chapter. Acts chapter 1. Get your pen, get your paper, and remember this. I'm our I've already done the homework. I've already done the homework. I've already studied. And all you have to do is write down. Like that teacher in school, and they give you an assignment, they already studied. They already know. I already know what I know. Like the, in the guns of Will Simon, no brag is just a fact. I know what I know only by the power of the Holy Ghost and the revelation that God has shown me. Now, ask the first chapter. We're going to read verses 1 through 3. Verse 1. The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. So this is a treatise is like a dissertation or a letter or an essay to this ruler, O Theophilus. Theophilus, okay? Verse number two, until the day in which he was taken up, meaning Jesus Christ. After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Verse number three, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God is the writer. Luke is a physician who traveled with Paul along his missionary journeys. He is the writer of the book of Acts. And in the third verse, he says, he's talking about Jesus Christ. When he rose, he say, to whom he also showed himself alive after his passion by many, what? Infallible proofs, many accurate, agreeable Faultless, flawless, efficient, effectual, effective, impeccable, perfect, positive, sure, true, 
unfailing, unquestionable proof. Jesus showed himself to his disciples, not only them, many more. Let's look at it. Let's go to St. John. St. John, the, the 20th chapter. You writing this down? Write it down. I'm giving, I'll be giving you a lot of information. Like I said, I've done the homework already. All you got to do is write, reflect, and study. St. John, the first chapter. We're talking about, did he really get up from the grave? Let's, go, let's see what the Bible says. Oh, what, what, what about the Bible? Come on, the Bible, the Bible. We're going to get to that too. One thing at a time. St. John. 20th chapter. I'm reading verses 1 through 10. Stay with me now. Here we go. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark until the sepulcher, which is the grave, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. That would be John. And said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, out of the grave, and we know not where they have laid him. Mary comes to Peter and John saying, They've taken Jesus away, and we don't know where they laid him. Verse number three Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre. The other disciple is John. They came in. So they, verse four, so they ran both together, and the other disciple, other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. The other disciple, John, outran Peter and he came to the gravesite. Verse 5. John, listen, and he stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. So John gets to the gravesite where Jesus is buried in. And he looks in, and he don't see him. Verse number six. Then cometh Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulcher and seeth the linen clothes. Peter walks on in. John stood without. Number seven. And the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. So we see the napkin where his head was and the linen clothes wrapped together in a place by itself. Everything's wrapped up and, and neatly placed. Number nine. Then went in also that other disciple. By the way, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. I use the King James because it is so profound, so prolific. Other versions of the Bible, translations are okay. But make sure you compare it with the King James. Okay? As a matter of fact, other versions and translations of the Bible will give you a better understanding. And that's good. Number eight. Then went in also the other disciple, which is John, which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw and he believed. John came in. John came in. He saw and he believed. What did he believe? That he rose from the grave. Come on now. All right. I know some folk don't believe. I, I, guess what? We, we, I, hope, I hope your mind gets changed after this. It doesn't matter. If it don't, he still rose. 
Verse number nine. For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. They had not fully understood the scriptures that Jesus must rise from the dead. Verse number 10. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. So everybody left and went to their own house. Now we go to verse number 11. I'm in Acts. I'm in St. John, the 20th chapter. St. John, the 20th chapter. But Mary stood without the sepulcher, weeping. Mary Magdalene. That's when Jesus cast out the devils. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher. She looked into the, into the hole where, the, where Jesus' body was. She looked into the grave. And, and number 12. And seeth two angels in white sitting. The one at the head, the other at the feet. Two angels in white sitting, one at the head where Jesus' head was, and one at the feet. Where the body of Jesus had lain. Number 13. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? And she said unto them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. Mary thinks they then took Jesus away, and she don't know where they taken him. Verse 14. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing. Now, she turns back and she sees Jesus standing. I'm in verse 14. And knew not that it was Jesus. She sees this man, but she don't know it's Jesus. Number 15. Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom thou seekest? Why are you crying? Who are you looking for? 15. I'm still in 15. John, St. John 20. She supposing him to be the gardener said unto him, Sir, if thou have taken him, if thou hast borne him, tell me where thou hast laid him and I will take him away. Sir, if you have taken the body, tell me what you do with it and I'll go get him. Number 16. Jesus said unto her, Jesus is speaking again. First he said, why are you weeping? In verse 15, then Jesus said, to her, Mary. He called her name. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say Master. She knew the voice of Jesus. How did she know the voice of Jesus? She, she hung out with him. She was with him when he cast out the devils from her. And he called her name, Mary. She immediately knew and called him Rabboni, that is to say Master. Number 17, Jesus Speaking again, he then rose from the grave, said to her, touch me not, for I am not ascending to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father and to my God and your God. Go tell the disciples, I'm on my way to heaven. I'm going back to my father, to my father, which is your father. Go tell them. Number 18, Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples 
that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Mary comes to the disciples and says, I've seen Jesus. I've seen him. And he told, and he told me these things. Verse number 19. Check this out. We're talking about Jesus rising from the grave. Then the same day, verse number 19, St. John, the 20th chapter. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were, a symbol prepared of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. The same day, Mary, went, Mary ran back and said, Jesus has risen from the grave. The same day, it was later on in the evening, the first day of the week, the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. I mean, they just crucified Jesus a few days ago. And you know they're going to they, they kill the disciples. So, yeah, they were in fear. Then what? Came Jesus and stood in the midst. Well, check this out. The doors were shut. He didn't open no door. He didn't open the door and come in. The Bible says, then came Jesus and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. How did he get there? How did he come and stand, stood in the midst? Came through the wall? Come down the wall? Come up the wall? I don't know. But he came and he stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. Verse 20. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands, his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. He showed them his hands with a nail prince. He showed them his side where he had been pierced in the side. Then they were happy. Huh? This is what the Bible says. What do you mean the Bible? Who wrote the Bible? Oh, you, you ever get that question, Christian? Oh, you know, I believe the Bible is a bunch of, uh, 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 a man-made book that man put together and, 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 and then threw it to us. There's no, absolutely no way. The Bible has huh, over 39 different authors. All of them wrote at different ages, at different times. And this came together. There's no way in the world one man put this together. No way. Absolutely no way. Now, let's look at the Bible. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Let's look at the Bible. Let's go to Colossians. See, you can't get, as a Christian, how many Christians out there? Raise your hand. Good. Raise your hand. I'm trying to count you. One, two. Three, I mean, I mean, all y'all homes, four, five. There's a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians. I can't see you, but I see you in my spirit. Go to Colossians 8. Uh, go to Colossians 2. Write it down. Colossians, C-O-L. You, you can abbreviate it. Get back to it. Okay, go to Colossians 2. Because people will try to tell you about different stuff versus the Bible. Here. Check this out, Colossians 2. I, want you, I don't want you to get misunderstood about the Bible and get caught up in other stuff. 
There's a whole lot of stuff that the world want to offer you or show you or compare to you about the Bible and say and, and, and try to validate itself with the Bible. The Bible has a word for that, Colossians 2. Here, here I am. I'm starting at 6th verse, 6 through 8. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. I'm talking to Christians. You receive Jesus Christ, walk yourself in him. Okay? Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. Rooted and built up in him. I'm rooted in Jesus Christ, built up in him, and established in the faith. For we walk by faith, not by sight. As ye have been taught, that's what we have been taught. Abounding means stand with it, therein with thanksgiving. Check this out. Verse number eight. This is what I want you to do. Listen to me real good. Beware, lest any man spoil you. People going to come up to you and talk all other kind of stuff other than the Bible. The, the Bible says beware, lest any man spoil you, uh, 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 fool you. Through what? Philosophy, the things of the world, the, 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 the things of the world. Let's any man fool you through, through, through philosophy about the things of the world and, 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 and how, how things happen and, and how uh, the study of the planets and the study of the birds and the bees. Beware, let's any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Don't get caught up in no philosophies and vain deceit. After the traditions of men, that's all after traditions of men. It ain't after the word of God. After the rudiments of the world, after the teachings of the sciences of the world, don't get caught up in that and not after Christ. If it's not about Jesus, leave it alone. If it ain't about Jesus, leave it alone. Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. Okay. Now, I, I want you to go, go somewhere else. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, the 6th chapter. 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy, 6th chapter. 1 Timothy, 6th chapter. Write it down. Write it down. We're talking about the Bible. And, and believing God's at his word. And Paul says to Timothy, O Timothy, this is keep that which is committed to thy trust, which is all that I've taught you about the word of God and about Jesus Christ. Avoiding profane and vain babbling. You know, people talk, talk, talk. It's worthless. Profane and vain babblings. Well, I believe this. I think this. Vain, profane, vain, profane. Avoid that. Avoid that. In oppositions of science, Falsely so-called. Well, science says this. What about the Big Bang Theory? What about it? I talk about that in No Sex in Heaven. The Big Bang Theory. What about it? Genesis 1 nullifies the Big Bang Theory. What about evolution? Ever who? What about evolution? What about it? Oh, Man came from the monkey. If the man came from the monkey, how come no other man has been has come from the monkey again? Vain, vain, worthless. 
I just want you to know that. Go back to St. John. I hope you're writing this down. St. John, 20th chapter. What about the Bible? What about the Bible? Know, know this. Know, the Bible is the word of God. It's the inerrant word of God. Well, who wrote the Bible? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. First Peter. Write it down. I hope you got your notebook out. You need your notebook and paper. Hey, you going to roll with me? need your notebook and your paper. This is school, Bible school. You need your notebook and your paper. Because you, how you going to know if you don't know? I learned from uh, Pastor Alonzo uh, uh, Patterson in, in, in Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, I, was, I, I lived in Alaska. An Anchorage, Alaska. You can't teach what you don't know, and you can't lead where you won't go. I know what I know. First Peter 1 and 20, talking about the Bible. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. In other words, none, nothing written in the Word of God is for your private, any teacher and or pastor, elder, bishop, is for your own private interpretation of what God says. It says what it says. No Scripture is for any private interpretation. God's word is what God's word say it is. Check this out. For the prophecy came, not in old time, meaning when God uh, 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 had his word spoken, the book. For the prophecy came, not in old time, by the will of men. Man didn't do this by the will of man. But holy men... I'm in 1 Peter 1 and 21. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That's how the Bible got written. Holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And holy men who spake and were moved by the Holy Ghost it was written the same way by the holy men who spake and were moved by the Holy Ghost. That's how the Bible was written. I want you to tune in next week. We're going to continue in the book of Acts, chapter 1. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. My name is Reverend Lawrence Gray. Those books are available online, your online bookstore. God bless you. God keep you. We look forward to seeing you next week. Tell a friend. Get your pen and your paper, because we're going to the well, and we're going deep. God bless you. Amen. Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching on the Book of Acts. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.